You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome back into a podcast we like to call From the Podium here at Arrowhead Pride. I am host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Steven Serta. Chiefs are back on the practice field today as training camp is officially over. They're back at Arrowhead Stadium after a win over the Arizona Cardinals on Friday night in preseason game number two. Their attention now shifts to their final preseason game at Arrowhead Stadium against the Minnesota Vikings on Friday night at 7 p.m. Arrowhead time. Andy Reid did speak with the media today, as well as linebacker Anthony Hitchens, along with guard Joe Tooney and defensive tackle Colin Saunders. So we'll go in that order. Andy Reid, linebacker Anthony Hitchens. We'll take a quick break, and then when we get back, you'll hear from Joe Tooney as well as Colin Saunders. Let's hear from head coach Andy Reid. As far as the injuries go, where we're sitting right now, uh, Yassir Durant has a he's in the concussion protocol. Fenton still he has a hamstring strain. It happened just before the game. Chris Jones is sick. Um, not COVID but sick. Uh, Dorian O'Daniel is also sick. Daryl Williams um, is in the concussion protocol. Uh, Austin Blythe did have surgery on um, sports hernia and um, he's doing well. Uh, Frank Clark, hamstring strain and then Tardif, there he continues to improve. Uh, after looking at the film of the game, um, I felt like I did that when I talked to you after the game. That uh, we, you know, we had 45 plays in the first in the in the first half, and uh, not enough points, obviously, uh, from that standpoint. We can get better on that. Time of possession was skewed our way uh, to benefit us. Um, the, Again, the plus the pluses were, were that I thought the our, our defense just they played well, and so I thought the guys executed well. Great communication. Uh, defensive line was able to put pressure on the quarterback. All you know, all the things that you need uh, for this uh, for the second game, <clears throat> and um, and then it was good to see the young quarterbacks work along with the the young uh, offensive linemen. And receiver, so I thought that they executed well and were able to get some points on the board. So, um, and then the number one offense, I, uh, offensive line, I thought actually did a nice job run and pass. So, with that time, yours. Maybe I'll ask about Edward Solaire, how he's doing. Yeah, he um, he's doing well. He just did the walkthrough. Um, he's got a sore ankle, but he he um, we'll just see how how that goes here. Is he going to be out there this afternoon? Uh, probably. Well, I'll, let's just see. I'll see how he did here, but um, there's a chance he's not. So. How much do you anticipate Tyree as far as his hamstring injury for Saturday night? How much do you anticipate him doing this week? 
Uh, he'll be out there unless you know unless there's a setback. But he feels pretty good right now. Coach, you talked about the improvement, what you saw in uh, Friday's game. This Friday night, of course, game number three. What improvements are you hoping to see even better than what you saw Friday? You had five sacks. Your your offensive line didn't give up any sacks. 141 yards rushing. What other improvements are you hoping to see in Friday's game? Yeah, so there's always there's always things to work on. I mean, we didn't. I, I didn't think we did a great job of keeping ourselves onside. Uh, we, we jumped a couple times with that first group, and you don't want to do that. Um, and then the small things of your game, you can always better. Uh, I mean, each individual guy and coaches, myself included. So we can all get ourselves a, a step moving forward and better. I know, and I know, obviously, you haven't had a full crowd since ASU Championship game 2020. What's it going to feel like to have more than 22,000 this, this weekend? Yeah, listen, it'll be great to be back <clears throat> in our head, number one, and then with our fans in there also. So, um, you know, I know they're looking forward to it. and. The players are, and you know, even though we had uh, a small number last year, it'd be good to get that place packed up and, and go in no better venue in the NFL than, than Arrowheads. Andrew, when you look at uh, Niang, Trey Smith, and Creed Humphrey, those are guys who have played a lot in college, like at least two-year starters in the black cases, yeah. three. Can you see that when you're around them, when you're in the meetings, when you're watching them in practice, when you're watching the games? Can you see that these guys maybe aren't typical rookies in that respect? They played a lot of ball? They did, and they, they came from uh, teams that, that threw the ball. And, and um, so they've got an understanding of the pass game. And I, I mentioned this before, but these, these college kids coming out of these offenses where they're throwing the ball more helps us at this level. Um, and so you can see that with them. But at the same time, they're doing a pretty good job in the run game. So they'll be tested as we go with all the games and everything that take place. Although, you know, Vance says that was good work for us. I mean, because Vance showed us a few different things. And it was good for those young linemen to see that. Sam. And I just didn't want to assume anything. But before the preseason, you would lay out just how you would take the first three games. So you still anticipate Patrick will play a little bit more than, than Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. He, he got quite a few snaps, 33 snaps or so last game. So that was a long first half now for, you know, so I wasn't anticipating 45 plays. Um, but that's okay. We, we need the work, and, and he got good work in. Yeah. Just so, I mean, being around this for so long, you see the benefit of, of getting those snaps in preseason. Can you kind of just outline that for us? Yeah, well, I think it's good. Um, I, I think it's good for Pat, but I also think it's good for the offensive line and Pat to see kind of how that how that's going to work and and get a feel for him, for them to get a feel for him and likewise. So, and we've got some young guys that I, uh, that's why I left them in with Chad so that they could get a little bit more extended work there. And really, all five of you know we've got two veterans on the left side. I mean, all five of them are, are new, so well, we need to you need to play. And that, um, you know, this gives us that opportunity. Coach Patrick and McCullough seemed a little off there. Was was that, you know, communication or what did you see? What you yeah, I think that's good. Um, it was a last minute fill in there in that position. So, but that's his deal. I mean, he's got to be ready for that along with everything else. So he had a couple of things he'd like that back. But it was great for him and Pat to communicate in a preseason game. And just see how important it is. Get it on tape and see what we're talking about there. But um, yeah, I, I mean, listen, he made he made some good plays, but he had a couple in there that, that weren't so good. Um, 
So but he kept battling. I thought was the important thing. He's playing fast and and working hard. So yeah. Last couple will go Pete, Aaron, and then. Coach, what have you seen so far from uh, the defensive line? It seems like they're having a ton of success and how maybe the versatility of multiple players is, is leading to uh, getting pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, they're they're communicating well and and then um, and that linebacker D-line communication is important. So as much as offenses move, you, you've got to adjust and move with it and, and they're doing a nice job with that. <clears throat> and then they're playing strong in there right now. So uh, we've got to keep growing, eliminate some of the little things, and um, keep getting better, better there. You know that that becomes that, and your offensive line become very important as you as you go through this. Aaron, we're getting hits a little bit later. When you draft young linebackers, I guess there's a kind of a feel that maybe they're next up. But we've seen strong play for Hitchens so far. What does he bring to you all uh, this year? Yeah, so he's a big brother of that group. I mean, he and he takes a lot of pride in that, and um, he meets with those guys after the coaches meet with him. He grabs them and and talks to them. So, um, uh, Hitch would be a great coach someday if he ever chooses to go that direction. He he knows the defense backward and forward, studies like crazy. He's a great preparation guy, and he loves to play. So, um, and you're seeing that, you know, you're seeing that he's healthy and he. He's moving well. Last one, Adam. Andy, uh, what did Taco not do? Maybe that you would have liked to have seen, or was it a case maybe that younger guys like Tim Ward and Mike Dana are? Yeah, that's really. I mean, that was it. I mean, listen, Taco is going to play in the league. I mean, he's he, he's too good of a player not to. It just didn't work out in this case, and the way these cuts are set up, you know, it it's a little different than the years past. So you have to make these decisions, but. Um, uh, that obviously was a tougher decision. I'm, I'm hoping he hooks on with somebody, or maybe eventually comes back here. But right now, just that he hooks on and he can make continue to make a living at this. All right, thank you. Okay. Yep. yep. <clears throat> Slipping down during the offseason, being a little bit different condition mm-hmm. heading into camp. How do you feel like that has worked out for you, and and how has it translated on the field? Uh, I feel like it worked out uh, great so far. Uh, just watching the plays I had. Uh, I think I had like maybe 20 snaps in two weeks, uh, getting sideline to sideline and uh, making tackles and being able to run my feet when I'm get to the tackle and not, you know, dead leg tackle as in just sliding down a, a offensive player. So uh, I'm, st- I'm still working on it. It's, still a, it's not one of those things when can't break, I'll just get, I'm done with it. So it's a process I'm going to carry out throughout the year and uh, probably can give you more feedback at the like middle of the year, end of the year. But as of right now, I think it's going well. Oh yeah, they're they're chasing improvement uh, every day and every week, and uh, from the first week they've been here to now, and they're you know they're making their own causes, relying on me less and less. So uh, I just feel like the more guys we can get to like that in the room, the better off we can be. Uh, when you have a higher level of expectations out of everybody in the room, it, it, level, it raises everybody up. So the more good guys we get in the room that work hard and good ball players, everyone play their best ball, and that's how we move forward. In your experience, how, how often are they like trying to pick your brain, you know, trying to learn anything? Yeah, there's multiple times they ask me questions and things like that on the field, off the field, uh, extra time in the media, uh, in the meeting room and stuff like that. So. Uh, whatever I got to offer, I'm going to offer. Uh, when I was young, I had two veterans uh, above me that gave me the game. So it's only right for me to show up uh, every day, work hard, and give it back to the young guys. 
Anthony, uh, how important are preseason snaps to you at this point in your career? Are they mm -hmm. important, as important to you as maybe they were when you were a younger player? Uh, honestly, yes. Uh, I feel like uh, preseason is a good way to evaluate yourself and see where you're at. Uh, everyone's at different levels. Sometimes it's to get more familiar with the scheme. Sometimes it's to get uh, better shape conditionally. Sometimes it's just just to see where you're at in, in the years you've been in the league. Uh, so for me this year, I'm taking it as uh, how much did I improve in those four to five months we had off. Uh, you know, going back to back Super Bowls, our, our off season has been a little shorter, but how much did I, I improved on just little things, my weight, uh, my pad level, uh, you know, just recognition, pre-snap reads and things like that. So how's that been going for you in the first two games? Uh, so far, so good. But uh, we live in a business where you have to show up every day and do it every day. You can't just do it for one week. So. Uh, so far, so good. I just got to keep stacking them. So far, so good from an individual point of view. But given that uh, performance against the Cardinals' first-team offense, what did you take out of that, and what did your teammates take out of that to give you confidence heading into the regular season? Yeah, and uh, we played really well. But uh, at the same time, they didn't have all their starters out there. Uh, their, their best player, we all know, is uh, D-Hop. So they didn't have him out there. So I think the game would have been a little their game plan would game game plan would have been a little bit different with him out there. So I just think uh uh try to take the pros out of it, you know, and build on them and then there's just always some things you can work on. So uh well preseason where they got some starters in, some starters are out. So it's kinda hard. We kinda really focusing on ourselves and seeing how we're improving week to week. And you had uh, mentioned just to follow up on the weight thing, you had mentioned you'll be testing it throughout training camp and the preseason. So it's fair to say Five, five pounds or five or six pounds lighter is, is what you're going to go heading into the regular season. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So low th 230s, 231 is what I want to play at and stay at all year long and uh, continue to work on my strength, my lower body, uh, my core, so I don't I don't have, you know, lower body, low, lower body uh, injuries. And there was a few moments ago Andy had mentioned that uh, he sees down the line for you a potential to possibly coach in this league. I know it's a long ways away, but it, would that be something that you would do? Uh, to be honest, I'm just focused on this year, uh, 2021, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> and being the best linebacker I could be for this team. For the no veto capacity limits at home, I know it's preseason, but does that give you a little bit more juice going into this one? Oh yeah, it's always great to uh, play in front of the fans and things like that. So uh, just being, you know, at home finally and being in front of our fans is going to be amazing. I asked Coach about improvements for this Friday's game. You all had five sacks, interception. Where do you see improvement at for the defense this game? Yeah, uh, I think well, we missed a couple tackles. To be honest, uh, there's a couple run fits we we didn't fit correctly as a group. Uh, not so much as first things, second or the threes as as a group, uh, and uh, and all the, the sacks, we got them, but there, there was breakdowns on the sacks. There, there was uh, because, like, Chris got a great uh, spin uh, off the edge and got him a sack right in his lap. But there's things on the back end that we could have cleaned up, say if Chris wasn't there at that time, you know, things like that. So anything, you can always build off anything, all the good, all the bad. So uh, Spags, is, trust me, he, he, he got us honed in on today on improvement. Yeah, I just I just enjoy like the improvement that I set out the week before for individually. Uh, there's every week I don't go in and each week just blindfolded, just trying to play the game. I'm always trying to improve on something, um, and just to see it unfold on Sundays or whenever the, the game day is, it's it's amazing. And as that for, as a for a group, there's goals we we try to attain every week, and just to see it unfold uh, on film is is amazing sight to see.
When you just said, you uh, and, uh, Willie Gay said that you uh, stress communication, mm -hmm. you and uh, both Ben Neiman. Yeah, yeah. Where are these guys at with that? And, you know, being able to command it. Yeah, I mean, communication is all all in uh, all your thing. So. Uh, it, it makes us play faster. Uh, if if I'm saying, hey, Willie, that guy swaps back, don't worry about it. I got him. That takes, you know, half the things off his plate. You know, if a guy swaps back, you don't even got to worry about him. He can play faster on the front side. So just like things like that, that most guys wouldn't communicate because it's no big deal. But just to free up a, a younger mind that's in the game to make him play faster, I mean, it's, it's, it's huge for our defense. When you just said this, facts, you said, I think it was, trust me, he was emphasizing something today. What, what was it? Uh, for us, it's to continue tackling well in the open field. Uh, uh, this is a, a run slash boot team we're playing. Uh, Kirk Curtis is really good at the boot and stretching and things like that. And they have a good back in Delvin Cook that can stretch and cut. So uh, for us, it's going to be tackling in the open field and uh, being able to read you know, high hats, low hats versus the run uh, versus the boot looks. So we're going to be out there and, and improving today in a little bit. Do you think you are starting to see the same things back season year three, even before a film session, before maybe year one, where you're learning about him, he's learning about you guys as a whole? Uh, yeah, there, there's some uh, little input in that. Uh, I, I just think that the more comfortable you get with the system, then you can go off on branches and learn something else. Like, uh, to be honest, I, I actually learned the sand position in our base this offseason. It's because I, I had the details in the mic and the, the well buck. So in order for me to get the complete understanding of the whole defense, uh, I went in and learned the outside backer to Sam position in our defense. So, yeah, I just think when you when you master or learn, I wouldn't say master because there's always things each week you have to like critique and move and, and adjust. But when you get the, the, the base understanding of most of the position, it's, it's better for you to branch out so you can see how it all fits together like a puzzle. So, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Hitch. Thank you. Right. See you guys. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You just heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid as well as linebacker Anthony Hitchens. Now we're going to hear from guard Joe Tooney and defensive tackle Colin Saunders. Hey, how are you guys doing? Yeah, uh, anytime you get a bunch of reps together, you know, it helps with communication, kind of playing together, you know, know what the other guy's seeing, and um, yeah, it just helps, you know, having those reps together, uh, all five working together. How different is that than what you're just getting out of practice? Like, how, how different would it be if, you know, we're seeing some teams resting starters. I mean, do you, do you feel like you guys need these preseason games 
Yeah, I mean, it always um, definitely has a lot of ton of benefits. You know, like I said, you know, getting the reps together and playing together and trying to see the game the same way and um, just getting our communication down. So, you know, there's definitely tons we can learn from still and um, still just trying to keep, keep getting better. You've been in the league for a number of years, obviously, also. Uh, how would you grade what what your what your you know what the rookies are doing thus far after two preseason games? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I think as overall as an offensive line, I think um, you know there's some some great plays there's some great plays out there, but there's always room to improve. You know, it's 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 early still, it's still in the preseason, but um, we just want to keep working together and uh, keep grinding. And I mean, the young guys have done a great job. You know, getting the playbook and and uh, you know, working together and stuff. And, um, but like I said, I think, you know, no one's satisfied. Everyone wants to keep getting better and keep, keep working to improve. But I say that to say that obviously the rookies, so, you know, college, NFL, getting the speed, stuff like that. How do you think they've adapted thus far after just even those preseason up two games? Yeah, I think they've done a really nice job. And, um, you know, like I said, I think everyone wants to keep getting better. But, um, yeah, they're, they're really um, hard workers, smart, and, uh, and tough, which is great. What's the biggest challenge in just sort of, in a sense, starting from scratch with, with one group? What, what have you noticed about the, the evolution of that and how, how you guys are, you know, gelling? Yeah, um, you know, like I said, with the more repetitions, you can kind of understand how the guy next to you is seeing it and how he's seeing the game. And, um, you know, just, I think just, you know, those reps help everyone communicating together and, um, you know, just working together, trying to execute the play that's called. So, um, yeah, just, just constantly trying to, you know, be a single unit out there and, and uh, you know, work well together. Have you been in that kind of situation before where it's like, okay, here's a whole bunch of uh, guys we're going to put you together? I mean, have you had that kind of thing this way? Um, I don't know exactly this way, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm really proud to be part of the group and um, love the guys around, um, love the guys on the team, so, yeah. Joe, you've played a lot of football in the NFL, Orlando has, but the other three guys, they're obviously rookies. Can you see guys when you watch them play? Can you see guys that played a lot of football? I mean, they were three-year starters in college. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's. I don't think it's the most common thing to have, you know, three, you know, rookies um, starting or anything. But I think they've done a great job, and um, you know, I think we're all just trying to, you know, continue to get better, and um, you know, just everyone lean on each other, and um, yeah, just keep working to to the, to be the best we can be. I think it's your first game at Arrowhead as a Chief. Is that right? Any emotions about being on the other side? Maybe the last time. Yeah, I'm pumped. I, I can't wait for the, you know, to be filled up and, um, you know, it's such a loud stadium. I'm, I'm really excited to, um, you know, be on the home sideline and, um, you know, feel feel Chiefs, Chiefs Kingdom and, and I can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited. We talked with Orlando about the process of learning about Patrick and, you know, like what he likes about protections and, and getting that kind of, you know, chemistry down. How is it important for you from your spot? And, and what have you learned about Patrick and kind of what he likes and how that fits into your game? Yeah, um, I, you know, I just, I just want to, you know, try and, you know, execute the best I can every down. Um, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, just trying, you know, you know, pass, protect, run, whatever, whatever's needed on each play, and, um, you know, it's, it's a process, and um, just want to throw a wall up in front of him, and, um, you know, let him make, um, make the throws he needs to make, and, um, but yeah, I just, I just, just focused on, you know, just doing the best job that I can. Yeah, um, you know, you gotta block through the echo of the whistle. You know, it's um, you, know, you never know when each play is gonna end. As offensive linemen, you know, we don't we're not watching the ball, which is kind of unique. And 
Um, so you, you're not really sure exactly when the play's over if, or until you hear the whistle. So got to play through it, got to, you know, find that extra effort and, and um, yeah, just, just keep playing through. Joe, do you know anything different or more about Patrick now, about what that role is than, than you did you know, when he came in? Yeah, d- yeah, definitely. Um, definitely, you know, it's, it's, you know, still trying to, um, you know, learn and improve definitely, but um, I feel like I have a better hold on it than, yeah, when I first walked in. What, what stands out about what, what your perception, how your perception might have changed about what he does back there? Uh, I, you know, it's just between, I guess, the offense or, you know, between the line and quarterback. Okay, guys. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, guys. What's going on? Y'all, how y'all doing today? Yeah, good to hear. How much of that was just sort of getting over the way last year and getting back to your confidence? Uh, yes, it's um had a lot to do with confidence. Um, you know, I don't I don't think that the scheme is nothing that I really had to struggle with. So, um, I've I've always been pretty good about learning and picking up a defense. Um, like you said, it's just about comfortability. Um, I knew coming into this year. That um, you know, I had to kind of reintroduce myself as far as a, on the field and stuff like that. So um, that's been my focus this whole kind of off season and, and leading into this preseason. You talk a lot about how much. Uh, how just, just, just to follow up, so how comfortable do you feel with where you are now? Oh, I'm I'm 100 comfortable. I'm um, you know, I, I already uh, that's just the natural you know kind of evolution evolution of football. As the years go and the years stack, you get more and more comfortable. It's been that way. For me, since middle school, you know, obviously sixth to eighth grade, exponentially better from, you know, freshman to so I mean senior year. So that's just how it goes. And um, I think that it's a beautiful thing that the, you know, the league is kind of set up that way too. It's like, you know, you come in as a rookie and on a rookie contract, it's like four years, just like college was. And so I feel like this like a, ju- a junior year for me. And um, that's where I'm at my progression of it. You talk a lot about how much people counted you out. How much did that feel you? Um, that, I mean, that's a, that's been a part of my story this whole time. Um, before the injury, after an injury, you know, I've always kind of been a, a underrated player. Um, and not not to say, you know, I'm not trying to put any expectations on myself or anybody on me, but um, I, I, that's just, you know, coming from a smaller school in, um, in the first place, um, I've always had to kind of go above and beyond as opposed to the guys coming from, you know, the FBS schools. So, um, it's nothing new to me. It's a familiar territory for me to uh, be underrated and just kind of go out and prove um, what you know I already know myself to be and um, what people want me to be. Now, when we get to talk to you after the regular season finale, because Spags put you at linebacker, uh, just <laughs> how fun, interesting was that experience, and what did that sort of give you as a baseline to have the improvement for this year? Um, yeah, no, that was fun, man. I, I've played a lot of positions uh, on the field. Um, I, I, I honestly have played. Throughout my career, every position except for probably center and cornerback. So yeah, I mean, you know, it was, like I said, go back to that territory thing. It was familiar territory, but at this level, I ain't gonna lie, it's a little different. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, it was fun though, man. I, I had to, you know, get work on my scrape techniques and had to talk to Coach House and them about um, uh, and see what my PFF grade was at linebacker. <laughs> but um, but no, it was fun, man. And uh, and then going into just you know that was that was uh the last time I played like you said and um for me it was just kind of um getting back into the flow of the game um trying to figure out you know uh not figure out if I still belong or anything but just figure out where I'm at because like I said I hadn't played so long before that and then um so I was just trying to 
you know, get out there. It was a plus I got to play linebacker, but um, I actually split my snaps 52. I had 52 snaps. I think 26 might have been at D tackle and 26 is at linebacker. So uh, it was fun, though, man. I, I had a good time playing and, and getting back to it. And um, and then, like I said, just looking forward to this this year that back then, looking forward to this year, um, I wasn't planning on playing no more linebacker, but I was I was planning on getting back into the rotation and and like I said, reintroducing myself on the field. How do you see yourself improving? I mean, obviously, I mean, you look at you know with Jaren Reed coming in and and Chris playing a different position. You know, is is Fags kind of putting you all in different positions to see where you all may work depending on the down and situation throughout the game? Yeah, for sure. Um, Spags does a good job uh, moving us around and and kind of just. Um, Playing to our strengths for sure. Um, you know, Chris is one of those players who, you know, he's generational talent. Um, you can move him anywhere along the line, and he's going to be productive. So, I think having a piece like that is uh, very uh, beneficial to us to be able to put him out or put him anywhere, and then kind of build around that. And then you got other guys, obviously Frank, you got Jay Reed coming in. So like, we got really established guys and um, really good guys in their positions. And and then I think that. Um, like you said, being able to move around and have that fluidity um, that Chris allows us, it will definitely um, improve our defense for this year. You mentioned, the, uh, you mentioned the injury. I'm just curious, you know, how much of that elbow injury last year did kind of zap one of your best strengths as far as your, your upper body and your ability to use that? Yeah, yeah, no did doubt. You, um, did you feel 100% again? Uh, yeah, no, like you said, um, it, that, that, um, it was very... Um, I guess frustrating for me because, uh, like you said, that's that's my biggest attribute is is just being you know upper body strong, being able to kind of move guys around, and also athleticism. So obviously the athleticism, my feet are still there. You know I, that's one thing I think you guys are getting to see this um, preseason is that um, no matter what goes on, you know I always worked on my feet. All coming up, I always worked on my feet. Played um, skill positions coming up and stuff like that. So the feet will never be an issue. But the elbow definitely um, it was a setback and it was. It was hard because, um, you know, I'm already an undersized uh, defensive tackle. So using my hands is a big part of my game to be able to keep those longer guys off me. And um, I didn't have the comfortability to kind of strike people with that left elbow yet. So it was definitely a setback. Um, did a lot of work in this offseason, strength training, and just getting those ligaments and all of that stuff back in. Because I, I fortunately didn't have to have a surgery. So um, Jay was just all about the healing time and the healing process. And I, I took that very seriously this off season um, and came back to this camp just, you know, like I said, ready to reintroduce. Alan, Coach Daly mentioned the final stretch of camp. You were really stacking good practices together. Um, what do you think maybe clicked while you were up in St. Joe during that final stretch? Um, uh, it's funny you ask. I don't, I don't think there was a click. Um, you know, I, I've always been this. Um, I, I don't think that um, – there is any switch. There's no on-off switch for me. I think that, you know, I, I got hurt in the very first game of the year last year. Didn't get a chance to show improvement from rookie year to that year. So now you're just getting a, a super load of last year and this year's improvement. You mentioned your PFF scores. The defensive line, what does it offer you a rotational guy that can come in later in the game with fresh fresh legs and do two for some of the reserve players and given you guys are so deep? Uh yeah, I think the 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 depth of this uh defensive line is is a very key part in the defense because um you know um, we got a lot of guys who once they give it give it their all like Jay Reed and Nadi and all of them once they give it their all and they, you know they're tired like you said I think we got really quality pieces pieces coming in but um between me and uh, Turk and so me and Turk have just been you know kind of working in that second unit. Uh, getting that cohesion together, getting all that stuff uh, ironed out. 
to where there's no fall off when we come in. Um, we we trying to make it look better. You know what I mean? Like no disrespect to the the guys out there at first, but we trying to make it look better. So you know, even when we come in second after that after them, they're like, oh man, we we got to deal with these guys for the rest of the game. So um, that's a credit to Turk too, man. That's that's my guy. You know, obviously a Lou native. I'm a I'm always show love to him. So that's my guy, man. We've been we've been trying to work it, uh, work and and help each other get better to where. When we're both out there on the field, I'm obviously whoever is with me and Naughty, me and Jay Reed, or me and Turk, um, we we want it to look identical to if starters are out there, and if not better. You mentioned you know, you went back and looked at your PFF score when you played linebacker. <laughs> How much did you agree with it? <laughs> I don't know. I, I um I, I don't remember. I don't remember what it was, but it, it definitely should have been high. I don't think I missed no assignments. <laughs> I I was scraping over the top. I, I defeated like three cut blocks. So. I definitely it should have been it should have been a, a very generous score. I don't remember what it was, but it should have been generous. What, what, what do guys like what do guys like Hitchens and Lehman and those guys say? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, no, they 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 watched it, you know, they watched the tape on it. They said uh that I was definitely like I said, them cuts, man. When you play D line, you used to getting getting cut, so being three yards off the ball, the uh, cut ain't even a I ain't I wasn't worried about it at all. So I uh I mean, that was fun. I, I I had a lot of fun. I ain't have to do too much coverage on no running backs and nothing like that, but <laughs> but um, I think that I think that uh, you know as far as just getting getting my job handled and stuff like that, I did a pretty decent job. Going into camp, you talked about being superstitious and you were excited to get back to St. Joe because y'all won the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Any more superstitions going into the regular season? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, just kind of getting back into my routine from two years ago. Um, you know, I, obviously I was a rookie then. Uh, didn't have much of a routine, but it got completely derailed because of COVID. So didn't really get a chance to um, establish that. But you know, I, I don't think um, as far as superstition, just like I said, a routine, doing what I do for the home games, doing what I do for the away games, just stuff like that. Um, and I think that um, you know that that'll obviously being back to a sense of normalcy, um, not having a do all the COVID rules, stuff like that. Um, I think that'll help me get back to a, into a groove that, um, you know, that might kind of mirrors the my rookie year a little bit more. Now you kind of did this your, your rookie year, but let's say you, you know, called a, a sack, fumble, recover, touchdown. We're going to see another backflip? <laughs> nah, y'all ain't going to see a backflip till contract year, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> Preseason and all, but still getting to start Saturday night after all you've been through, does that still have still mean something to you? Yeah, no doubt. Um, preseason or not, man, this is obviously. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen the post, but like you know, being tired, being beat up, all of that stuff that you go through through, especially a coach read camp, um, one of the hardest in the league. Um, you all, you always got to just kind of ground myself and think back to all the times that you know this is what I wanted to do. Um, so this is it's never too much for me. Um, you know, all the, the workload, regardless of what it is, and just being able to start and um, and get a reward out of out of the workload, you know, you put in, um, it's, it's definitely um, rewarding. Like it's, it's no, it's a it's a great feeling to come out there with the first team and stuff like that. And but one thing I will say though, my teammates know me and, and the coaches also know me, and I think that's what BD or Coach Daly um, refers to a lot is that um, I'm definitely I know you know I'm, I'm a rotational guy in this defense, but um, that's one thing about me. I'm always gonna play my part to the best of my ability. I don't care if it's a starting role. You know, I don't care what, what, whatever it is. I'm gonna make sure that you know say it. And even that, and even if it's um, 
you know, a, a guy coming in like Jay Reed or Nardi coming in, like I know their skill type. I know their playing style, if that makes sense. So sometimes I might go to a, a certain position on the field to let them, you know, get the get what they're supposed to be getting. For example, like a pass rush or anything like that. I know Turk and Jay Reed, they're some phenomenal pass rushers. So I have no problem going to the other side where I'm not necessarily the primary, if that makes sense. So um, just stuff like that, man. Starting is, is obviously is a blessing, but um, I'm always a team first guy. I've always been that way, no matter what team I've been on. And um, I think that helps just build the cohesion of the team, of the defensive line unit, and um, also helps us trust in, in each other. Uh, Colin, what has Chris meant to you since coming into the league and obviously getting a chance to be with him these three years? Yeah, man, Chris, uh, that's, that's one of my best friends on this team. I, um, obviously, you know, you guys see us hang out and goof, goof around a lot in, um, in the practice, but now that it, it, uh, aside from just joking around, um, he's just showed me how to be a professional, um, you know, try, how to go about your business, especially when it comes to relating to the media and to, you know, everything around just not playing football, everything that's outside of playing football, um, you know, him and Frank, um, both of them, since I got here my rookie year, we spent a lot of time outside of the building hanging out and um, they embraced me from my rookie year all the way till now to where it's like, you know, we're, we're a brotherhood for real. And um, it's, it's weird to me because a lot of, you know, a lot of teams, I got a lot of friends in the league and, you know, they talk about how they rookies get treated and all of this rookie stuff they got to do. And it's like, you know, ever since I came here, they never treated me like a rookie per se. They treated me like a guy who they'll need later in, in the season to win a championship. And, and that's what I felt. And um, but but yeah, Chris, like I said, Chris and Frank, both of them, they uh, helped me grow as a, a professional. Um, Chris definitely, you know, that was one of the first guys I talked to when I got on the team. And, um, you know, he's goofy, obviously. It's, that's what Chris is, but that's my guy. That's my dog there. And, um, and uh, like I said, between the goofiness and all the joking around we do, um, he's definitely helped me, helped me with some tools uh, to maintain a, a very uh, sturdy career in this league, and that's what I plan to do. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.